0: If you're listening. whoa, uh-huh. singing back, whoa, uh-huh. stress from the tether unwinds, stress from the tether unwinds, oh. whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: up and uh-huh and to record. All right.
2: There My we call. go. Geez. Now I press.
1: (laughs) Who are we? (laughs) Oh, oh boy.
3: (laughs) But welcome to episode 25 of Late
2: Arrivals.
3: Jake, you paused. Oh, Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Attempt
2: three now? Hot (laughs) start. Hot start. We're going to get this. We're professionals. We have the best internet. We definitely do. Hello and welcome, everybody, to episode 25 of Late Arrivals. There Hello. we go. We, st- we stuck the landing nice and got it the smooth, third time. Man. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I
1: am. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it be one of them episodes, folks.
2: <laughs> and buckle oh, up, goodness. kids. Oh, Jake got his internet fixed. For a month, yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you guys may be running the ship a little bit this episode. Right,
4: that's
3: Are we back? Are we back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're back.
2: <laughs> well, I guess we'll jump right in since we're already kind of train wrecking this episode. But- and speaking of train wrecks... Yeah. Speaking of train wrecks,
3: should we, uh, should we kind of segue into the, oh, geez, what was the, I was not on last episode. So what was the, uh, what was the last ducks game that we talked about before then?
2: It was the shark. Nope, not the sharks. Nope. Nope. We're talking about that one. <laughs> the one, the one before the hurricanes, because we got to talk about the hurricanes and mm. then these last three that yeah. were just horrible.
3: Yeah. yeah. But I, th- oh, man. okay. Should we get, at least with this Hurricanes game, we'll we'll jump into the to the four three overtime win against the Hurricanes. Probably and just because the rest of this the rest of the ducks talk after after this one game is gonna be rough.
2: <laughs> Let's stick on this. We one get to for start it off
3: at least with a positive. Chris, Lou, Jake when he rejoins, because he just left the stream due to internet. Um thought that that Hurricanes game was was by far one of the best games that the Ducks have played honestly all season long
2: that was their best third period of the yeah, season it was 100%
3: that, their best third period yeah
2: that game was a lot of fun they looked alive they looked like they were down to play some hockey and it was actually fun to watch
3: it was incredibly fun to watch and I mean hey is is our our Ryan Strom overtime goals kind of becoming a meme right now yeah that's the... it's just it's just like any time literally <laughs> anytime we go to ot it's like oh we're gonna win i no, it's gonna be a ryan strome ot goal Dude,
4: yeah. his, cel- his celebration freaking i was cracking up for like five minutes because he just was like thumbs up
3: oh yeah and then he just
2: and then he just shook the hand <laughs> yeah that was like would, the whitest would,
4: thing it... i've ever seen
2: that's what you said okay i was about to ask didn't you call it like the whitest the whitest <laughs> way to celebrate <laughs> it, 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 it was the whitest the whitest thing
3: they did the salute, and then like, "Oh yeah, hey
2: let's get yeah, <laughs> no, but that that game was that game was a lot of fun, and I thought maybe the way they played that game it would kind of get them going a little bit and mm. give them some uh momentum into the Friday game against the sharks, because like I don't know, watching that game against the hurricanes, I felt really good going into the the game Friday against San Jose, and I'm like, okay, this you know sharks games are always they're they're usually decent between the Ducks and Sharks, and I thought for sure that maybe the Ducks would take two in a row and then they just, you know, came out yeah. completely and then flat and, then, and it looked horrible.
3: Yeah. So following up that that really great morale boosting four three overtime win against the Hurricanes, who probably one of the best teams in hockey. Granted, I don't like how they play hockey, but <laughs> they're boring, dude. Yeah, you 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 follow that up with this yeah like which is the san jose sharks come into your building the san jose sharks are also not good like we are also not good
2: we made the sharks look so and then good. the san
3: jose sharks come in and just completely shit kick us
2: yeah
4: yeah bro it 16. wasn't a it wasn't a it wasn't a fun time happy times in duckland weren't weren't there on friday
3: <laughs> no they were not and a <laughs> quick side update from Jake. Uh, it uh, It's officially the three of us tonight.
2: <laughs> okay. So, oh, let's go.
3: I mean, hey, I will throw it in. Jack, other Jake, or Felix, you guys want to hop in and talk? Like, last minute? Go ahead. Anyone else? Like, I mean, yeah. hey,
2: if, if you want to be an e-bug.
3: But yeah, hey, we need an e-bug mid-pod because Jake's internet just died. So <laughs> let us know. Um,
2: Luongo situation.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean... <sighs> That game was just a complete clusterfuck. You go down three. I th- I think went down three nothing in the first. Um. God, man, we've had just so many defeat, so many deflating losses since since then. That that yeah. game
2: feels like it was so. It does awful. feel like it was a it was a while ago, not just last Friday, but um. But yeah, St- uh, Stolarz got hurt in that game. Um, or not Stolars. Yeah, he did. He gets hurt after coming in for Gibson, who was, who was like ill, right? Wasn't, didn't Gibson have to, wasn't he ill? Yeah, that was,
3: well, that was the game that Gibson left because he was sick. Yeah, yeah. He he came out. Now they said he was sick, but he had also just given up about four goals.
2: He had that eye (laughs) problem. In
3: two periods. So yeah, you know, he, you know, may have had the shits, may have had, you know, I mean. He had that eye problem
4: he couldn't see coming out for the third period.
2: Yeah. I
3: have an eye problem. I'm landing in too many goals I can't see. (laughs)
2: <laughs> what can you do man
3: <laughs> yeah but and you know so as a as a result of that heartbreaking horrible <laughs> 6-1 loss to the sharks gibson hurt um it ends up actually not being john gibson that is the one that is not good to go on the upcoming road trip it's actually anthony Stolars, who just to add more shit into that shit sandwich
2: yeah
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> Stolarz gets hurt in that game against the Sharks, coming in, um, coming in relief of John Gibson. And so, yeah. what happens next? We get the great news that everyone's favorite son, everyone's favorite little Czech God, Lucas <laughs> Dostal, gets the or I'm sorry, Lucas Dostal, Dostal all up from San Diego, which is like great. Everyone's like, cool, this is fun. Our young diamond goalie prospect is going to get some NHL reps. That's great. You know, hopefully that's a little bit of a, a little bit of a morale boost coming in yeah. um, into a, a, a four game long Canada, Canada road trip. Yeah. Canada road trip. Cause I think we go to LA to finish it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So ducks go to Ottawa on, um on, a on Monday, to in the first game of a back to back. And it's just, man, we've, We've said it before, but it's it's hard to come out and talk about what has been going on with the Ducks when it's just the exact same shit every week. And yeah. we are losing because of the exact same reasons every week. And It's Dallas, getting
4: worse now, I think.
3: Even worse now, yeah. Dallas Aikens is doing the exact same shit every yeah. week. It's almost like... <laughs> We've been doing the exact same shit for so long and we've been doing it so poorly. These other teams are scouting ahead of us and they're able to be like, hey, this team is already bad. Here's what they're doing that's good that we can, ar- that we can break down again. Mm-hmm. So it, it's probably a combination of that and probably a combination of the morale is down right now. Like you go into Ottawa, who has already shit kicked you once this season. Yeah. Five to nothing or a five to one, whatever that game was.
2: Five one or six one, one of those.
3: It was five. It, it was five bad to one in that game. Got a super yeah. late goal. I mean, barely five to one, pretty much yeah. five. Um, yeah. And then you go into the Ottawa game on Monday and you lose again, three nothing. And it's the same thing. Not a whole lot of defensive structure. Not a whole lot of just any sort of what would look to be a plan implemented from the coaching staff. Yeah. Just game after game after game. It's,
2: yeah. and i thought those stall <laughs> looked looked really good though in his first start um he looked pretty comfortable and uh, i really liked how he was playing and that game was kind of weird because even though the ducks were down 3 nothing i still felt like they had a chance for some reason um it, it it just seemed like if they could just get one goal i felt like they had plenty i just i don't know i felt like they had an easy like a a good chance to come back mm-hmm. um because, you know, the Senators are kind of – they're okay. But, I mean, I just – I don't know. That game, I can't really explain it. It just felt like if the Ducks could just get one lucky bounce, they would have mm-hmm. been – they could have came back, and I wouldn't have been surprised.
3: If there, if there was any game of the last three that maybe felt <laughs> a little salvageable, yeah, a little bit within reach, it was probably that Ottawa game. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. The Sharks game before that, and then whatever the hell that was last night, we'll get into that, <laughs> but not so uh... much. Yeah, I mean I mean I mean again every time and we can at least say this. You know, is it probably is it fun for Lucas Dostal every time he comes up or not to say that this happened last year in the couple of games he got called up. I know I know he was on the losing end of a of a couple of games last year. Um, you know, I'm sure it's not fun for Lucas Dostal to come up and and you know get some NHL reps and you know giving up three, four, five goals due to do Due to a combination of you know him him grinding out the pain points of of adjusting to the NHL, but also just having an incompetent defense in front of him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I will say regardless of that, it is still good that he's able to get up and get adjusted to the NHL and yeah. get those necessary reps that are, gonna, that are going to groom him over the that are going to help groom him over the next couple of years to mold us into what we hopefully think will be our future number one goaltender. Yeah. So I was seeing some people talk on Twitter yesterday and on Monday as well. They're like, what's the point of even calling up Doe Stahl? Like, if he's just going to get absolutely shellacked and, you know, see 500, you know, see 50 shots a game and let it a in goals. Like, when you're a young goaltender like that, like, that's kind of just what you need to get adjusted to the NHL. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just him... We're, we weren't calling him up to start his run as like our backup goalie, or start his run as grooming to be our future number one goaltender. Yeah. Right? This was not we planned. Calling, we called him up because <laughs> yeah. of an injury. Mm-hmm. And regardless, anytime he gets called up in this day and age and we know goaltenders just take a little bit longer to, to marinate, to mature, yeah. you know, they're not like forwards, a defensemen where they, where they can, you know, get caught up at, 18 19 20 you know make their debut right after they get drafted and make an immediate impact it's it's a very tough position and it's a it's a position that takes a really long marinating period to really master and so i just i just wanted to talk about that really quick i just i saw some discourse on twitter of like people freaking out about about lucas Dostal. Yeah, uh, yeah he's fine he will be just fine he's literally only up here because of an injury don't worry about that so yeah, yeah you know you 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 lose three nothing to Ottawa again. Just another kind of lifeless, dead offensive performance, which is which is kind of you know the the last week, week and a half. I think we'd all agree has been probably one of the only changes we've seen. Now, granted, it's not a positive change, but the only thing that's now been a little bit different in the Ducks' performances. Is, yeah, you know, we were losing and we were losing pretty bad already with a little bit of uninspiring performances, but at least some parts of the offense looked like they were clicking yeah those off lines was zero and terry you know i you know i i know we talk about gripes with mctavish having to play with brett leeson and, and max jones but that line was good for a little bit yeah uh, still playing well um you know ideally you, you just really would like to see Mason mctavish bumped up with some more you know offensively inclined players types of players that he's going to be playing with for the rest of his career and not yeah you know, <laughs> third line fourth line checkers and grinders just
4: flip fluff him with ryan Strom. that's all you have to do exactly or even that's if it's all just you have like to i do. know
3: exactly even if it's just that or even if it's just hey you put Strom on the wing and have him center vetrano and Strom because just i mean mm-hmm. we all know dallas aikens is just going to refuse to separate them to uh to separate vetrano and Strom anyway because he just thinks that they're a pair or a duo <laughs> for some yeah. reason just because they came from the same team the same team by the way which i don't even i don't even think they played on the same line on that team but yeah it's just it's it's little things like that that just continue to happen on top of the bigger issue of Dallas Aikens still being the coach of this team and yep. i think i think what we saw last night in toronto i think we can mm-hmm. all agree is definitely been the lowest point of the season i think we'd say like yeah. probably like i i it's tough to it's tough to decide between last night against Toronto um or a couple of days ago against the Sharks for what has probably been our worst showing this season.
4: Yeah. It's gotta be against San Jose, I think.
3: No, I at least, at least mm.
4: with Toronto, I mean Toronto's like one of the best teams in the league and they are probably gonna lose regardless, even if the season hasn't gone the way it's gone. They probably get their ass kicked regardless last night
3: very fair yeah. i think i think yeah. i think at the end of the day we can we can agree that those are both equally deflating losses i mean it's never it's never a good sign when you go when you collectively lose two straight games 10 to nothing
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> that's,
3: that's never a good sign like we well, now... what
2: their last their last three their mm-hmm. last three games they've been outscored what six sixteen 16 to one mm-hmm. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Zegris got her only goal against the Sharks. And it's just uh, I don't know. They they went they were doing a pretty good job of not being shut out when I thought this season they'd have a lot more. And now it's uh,
3: and now it's the starting now to pile the shutout, up. Yeah, the shutouts are just starting to pile up. And yeah. I mean, it not really even too much to even talk about last night. I mean, just completely dead. Yeah, like played a played okay for parts of the first period but after that just completely mailing it in completely just dead in the water type of performance mm-hmm. and you know it is now it's now started this debate um you know kind of i on Duck twitter you know what is to be done with dallas akins right now what is going to be done with dallas akins what will pat verbeek do um i think i think we need to understand that there, you know. Well, first of all, there was literally only two outcomes <laughs> one <laughs> outcome, he's let go in April when the season's over. Yeah, two outcomes, he's let go during the season. Of course, there are merits to him being let go during the season, and I want to address this. I would like to see him let go during the season. I think he should be let go during the season because it's during, gotten to yeah. a point now where just something has to change. But, and I was going to bring this up, um, but uh, for those of you in the Twitch chat that may be joining us um, from the uh, Crash the Pond stream earlier this night, Jake and Felix touched on this as well. Yes, I would. Yes, I would love to see Dallas Eakins go right now in the. In the middle of the season. But if that, if Pat Verbeek is going to do that, it should not be just for the sake of making a change. If the plan is just to let Akins go and name Mike Stuthers, Newell Brown, or Craig Johnson interim head coach. Cause I think, yeah. I think, cause I'm seeing a lot of people be like, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Akins needs to go no matter what. It doesn't matter what happens. We just need a culture shift, which I agree with. Mm-hmm. i don't agree with the no matter what part yeah okay because i think yeah fair. for akins to be let go it needs to be i'm letting dallas akins go because there is somebody out there available right now that i think is going to make an improvement on this team and make an yeah impact. right now i don't think there is a guy out there like that you're not going to pry andrew brunette away from new jersey in the middle of the season that's more of an off-season type of thing
4: mm-hmm especially when they're doing so good yeah. right now. Like I
3: think I think a lot of people I think a lot of the group that is you know putting the pitchforks up for Akins to be fired right now no matter what and they just want to see him gone no matter what. I think they I think they'd be a little shocked if it's just Stuthers, Brown, or Johnson named as interim, and nothing changes. It's just (laughs) about the exact same thing. Like, I think people think that just no matter what, there's going to be this, like, not, I'm not saying a significant improvement or like suddenly all the lines are going to be completely optimized, but I think people are just thinking that something like that is going to happen. And I just, I just, I think that's a little far fetched right now. Like, I think we need to realize that, yes, it's, yes, it is Aiken's at the front. But, I mean, it's also him and his staff. Yeah. And if your idea is just let Akins go and just name name people the interim, it'll be fine. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure how much more fine it will be.
2: Yeah. I'm but, sure there are plenty of people who think that just that little change and the Ducks yeah. should be going on like a 10-game win streak or something. And we're back and we're in, we're in the playoff picture now.
3: <laughs> right, yeah. And I'm not saying it's going to be – we're going to be lo- – you know the rest of the season is going to be only six-one, three-nothing, seven-nothing losses. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be a point where we go on, you know, a little two-three game, uh, a little two-three-four game runs here and there. And but I just, you know, we've kind of talked about it ad nauseum on Twitter, especially that's kind of been the discourse, the the main place of discourse about this. I believe Pat Verbeek. When he says that his original plan was to be better than this. Yeah. I think whatever his true plan was, I think it was always going to be incredibly loose. Mm-hmm. So I think what Pat Verbeek is doing now and why we have not seen any movement on Dallas Aikens in his position is because he's assessing what the current team is being like, okay, hey, maybe I had an no expectation maybe i had my expectations a little bit too high that's fine it was never a make or break here anyway this team still even with the couple signings i made you know a couple draft picks whatever it's still not fully my team it's still not what i want it to be so that's fine so i think he's just now leaning in leaning into us being bad
2: yeah it definitely seems yeah. that way <laughs> yeah <laughs> but again point, yeah.
3: and i want and i want you both to weigh in on this as well it also has now begged the question of These poor performances, these just soul-crushing, morale-crushing games and performances that we're having to watch night in and night out, and the players are having to participate night in and night out. It has now begged the question of how much is Dallas Aikens now impacting the development of the young kids? Yeah. And I wanted you both to weigh in on that of what you think is going on.
2: I I think it could be – like if we continue this and he i mean like you said there's no one there's really no coaches out there that we could probably go get right now there's no one really available but like the further this goes i am worried a mm-hmm. lot for Zegras and definitely McTavish cuz McTavish is still like fresh you know right i think i think i think
3: McTavish is the main one just because yeah. of where he's being used in the line yes.
2: right now um i think
3: Zegras i mean i think Zegras you know, I mean, he he's playing first line center every night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, um, we'll get into it a little bit more later on in the episode because I think we actually had a listener question about Zgris and him looking very dejected the last couple of weeks or two. So I'll I'll save that. Yeah, I'll save that piece for one of the listener questions, but. Yeah, I do agree with that, Chris. And I'll let you continue. Sorry to just kind of interject.
2: Here. No, you're fine. It, But yeah, that, yeah, that's my main concern is McTavish. That's like I've, because I've mm-hmm. thought about this a couple of times before. And it just, it kind of gets you a little worried with, uh, you know, because this, everyone gets into a routine, you know, mm-hmm. this is all a routine thing and everyone kind of gets used to different things. And it just seems like they're getting to the point where they're, they're getting used to losing. And I'm not saying like they're, they're, they're not upset. And like, they don't mm. care to win and they don't, they don't care at all. Cause they definitely do. Like you just talked about with Zegris, that we'll talk about later. Um, they care. I mean, this is, you know, this is their job and stuff, but I just feel like they're going to be, they're just getting into these bad habits and I don't feel like they have the right guy to point them in a different direction. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Luke, I, your, uh, I, yeah your thoughts on that Luke?
2: Yeah, I agree with everything. I'm just,
4: you know, I'm just tired of Dallas Aiken screwing up the lineup, not putting Colton White in the lineup when he should be playing over Shaddy. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of the power play one getting a minute at when they're buzzing. And then once yeah. the other team clears the puck, they go back to the bench. I hear you, you know. on that,
3: brother. Yep.
4: I'm just, I'm just tired of, I'm tired of everything he does. I'm sure uh, he's a nice guy and everything, but. Maybe if like one of the assistants takes over, they'll at least optimize the lineup a little bit better. They'll play power play one more. Maybe I don't know.
3: Right. Yeah. And I guess, and I guess that's really all we could ask for if a coaching change is made during the season. Right. You know, change
4: the annoying stuff, you know?
3: Yeah. And it, and, and it's also, you know, if, if we're leaning into the tank that's fine as you guys can see by my background <laughs> that's fine like this was never a a. as i said before this was never a make or break season
2: whatsoever yeah. for those uh, listening uh connor's background is a tank yeah i know
3: <laughs> what
4: is the flag of
3: yeah i don't know that's what, yeah yeah sorry know. just <laughs> we'll interject here for the for those just listening to the to the recording uh yeah <laughs> We're live on Twitch right now, as we are for every episode, and I have changed my background from uh, the Honda Center crowd to uh, a picture of a tank blowing something up.
2: Uh, yeah, it's blowing something up.
3: Yeah, And I hope I hope this tank... Looks is, great. I hope it's a metaphor for uh, the, our, our <laughs> tank blowing up the odds of all the other teams in the lottery for the number yeah, one. Yeah,
2: there you go. It's one and way so to look we're at the only,
3: it. We're the only one left, but... Boom. Regardless. Anyway as we were getting into yeah like we've gotten to a point where we've been so bad for so long during the season and it's i I think it's clear that Verbeek and company are just as we said kind of embracing being bad yeah embracing the tank the thing is you can be bad and be as bad as we are not maybe not as bad as we are like you can still be in the floor of the league, and not be losing seven nothing, three nothing. Mm, yeah. Like you can still.
2: There's a middle like, ground.
3: Yeah. Like we're starting to now look like we're not even showing up to the game, kind of thing. Like
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know the jokes, like did the ducks know there was a game today type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um. Like I'm now I'm now at the position where what I want what I want to see Verbeek do from now on, whether he lets Dallas Aikens go during the season or not. Like we said before, I'd be fully on board for letting Dallas Aikens go. I just don't know if that's happening. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Whatever Pat Verbeek
3: decides to do, it needs to stop being about, I want to put all these veterans, or I I want to be prioritizing all these veterans in different spots in the lineup because we're trying to win games. It needs to stop being about trying to win games because as Jake and Felix both pointed out and crashed upon, it's still for some reason looks like they're actively trying to gain standings points, which yeah. I, I just don't know based off of how the season has gone and how this team looks. If that's achievable, like sure, mm-hmm. yeah, a couple wins here and there is fine, whatever, but it needs to become about prioritizing the players that you've in that you have invested high draft picks in
2: yeah exactly right.
3: yeah I know we talked about trevor Zegers being the one c troy terry's right there is the first line right wing that's fine keep that that's like the one consistent thing in the lineup that doesn't mm-hmm. need to change yeah but instead of forcing mason mctavish to play with max jones and brett leeson mm-hmm. instead of like i know it's weird with Silverberg or, And, you know, the Shattenkirks and the bullies of the world because they seem to be stalwarts in the lineup for whatever reason. I know Silverberg's an alternate captain, so, like, you know, it's hard to just, you know, scratch people like that. Mm -hmm. But it's like we're letting these guys like Leeson and Bully play. When we have first round, second round picks down in San Diego that have now been marinating in those lower leagues for one to two, some three years, if we're talking about a Braden Tracy type, if we're yeah. talking about a Bo Grew type, like just call those guys up and let them play, let them get the experience, let them start forming that chemistry, and yeah, those are AHLers right now.
2: We will. I think still, Bo we, didn't we Bo just play. get sent to the ECHL? Oh, did he? I think mm-hmm. I saw that today.
3: Did I miss that? I may have completely missed that. If so.
2: No, nope, maybe I got the, maybe it's another G name. I could have got that wrong.
3: Probably. Max I think it's Golod. like Golod or Max Golod. Or yeah, something. probably Max Golod. Oh,
2: okay. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? I was like, that's yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, our resident goals analyst, uh, Savannah, uh, shout out to Uh She says no. So it was, uh, it was Max Golod. But um yeah, you know, as I was saying, it needs to start being about, the young guys you have in your system and getting them that experience, getting them used to playing at the NHL level. Yeah. So if Pat Verbeek is not going to let Dallas Akins go, I just think Pat Verbeek needs to, you know, kind of leverage his power and leverage his position. <laughs> I don't know what his relationship with Dallas Akins is like you know none of us will know the kind of interaction and the kind of discourse that they have on a weekly basis the kind of cadences that they have and what they're talking about what their stance is we can sit here and speculate and pontificate as much as we want on that we don't know at the end of the day truthfully what their current relationship is what their current standing is but i would like to see pat Verbeek just kind of be like hey dallas you know season didn't really go where we wanted it to be we're going to start implementing the young guys we're going to call some young guys up want them to start getting time please play them <laughs> you know kind of thing Seriously. you know if if we're going to be bad i want to be bad with guys we've invested our picks in and getting them. yeah and i think that's all i think that's really all the i know there's three of us on the stream but all the four of us can ask for
2: it. yeah right agreed it's pretty yeah. simple right not too difficult
3: like, and and I know we talked about Verbeek being to let go. I also do, you know, I want to look at it from both angles as well. You know, I, I there is absolutely merit to Eakin staying on for a little bit longer. You know, potentially hindering a little bit of development. Mm-hmm. I will say, and again, I cannot stress this enough. None of this is me defending anything Dallas Eakins has done. I can't stand the guy as an NHL coach. I'm yeah. sure he's a completely, and by all accounts, he is a completely stand-up guy. Seems Players like it.
1: Him. Yeah.
3: Players like him a lot. Great communicator. Great. That's fine. Props to him there.
1: I just like
3: we've, we're already three years into Dallas Aikens, you know, the, I think this damage that people are talking about, you know, whether that's to Zgris, whether that's to Terry, whether that's to Mason McTavish, you know, there's like two and a half, three months left in the season. Mm-hmm. These guys are all extremely young still. I just don't think it's the complete end of the world if we just let him go in April. Yeah. I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure if I don't think even if this continues into April, I I, I still don't think we're in a situation where it's like Zegras or Terry or Drysdale aren't going to sign their RFA deals. I don't think we're at that point yet. I don't think. I think by all accounts, from what we hear from the players, from what we see, they like being here. Mm-hmm. They clearly have kind of, you know, taken on the role of being the faces of the franchise. Yeah. Um, You know. And again, at the end of the day, I will make the same analogy that I did with, with, uh, you know, Pat Verbeek and Dallas Aikens. Um, You know, at the end of the day, we don't know, though. We don't know what they're thinking. We don't know what's going on in their minds. I guess I just personally, I'm, I'm fine with what either, I'm fine with whatever. I think all of us and all of Duck's family, Duck's Twitter, whatever can agree that Dallas Aikens is probably 99.99% not back next year, especially if this kind of shit continues. Yeah. I don't think Pat Verbeek is dumb like that.
1: You I know? mean, you yeah. hope.
0: Yeah.
3: You know, <laughs> full, full merit to Pat Verbeek coming out after he extended Dallas Aikens at the end of last year and being like, hey, I have not, hey, you know, I've I've worked with this guy for barely, a, for barely half a season. You know, I'm kind of figuring some stuff out right now. I want to give him his due diligence and see what happens you know, so I'm just giving him one year. Fine. Yeah. That was fine. That wasn't a big deal. You know, it has now become a little bit more of a bigger deal just because of how shocking the season has been so far. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm really fascinated to see how Verbeek is going to handle it in this next month or two. Cause I think this is really going to be his first tough, awkward decision yeah. as Dutch GM. Yeah. You know, trading, trading, Lin and Manson, and Raquel last year, yeah, that may have been tough for his first big moves, I guess. But those are moves that had to be made. Yeah, it's really on Verbeek now to you know evaluate what's gone on so far this season, look at how much is left, understand that Dallas Aikens only is is you know out of his contract after this year. He doesn't he does not have to bring him back. He doesn't want to. It's on Verbeek now to determine how much he actually thinks this is going to damage his players. Yeah. And only he, you know, and and only he's with that organization every single day. You know, he has direct access to know what's going on. So I'm sure if if there was any sort of major uprising in the locker room, if we had any sense that Dallas has lost the locker room um, and on that on that thing about Aikens potentially losing the locker room um, CJ from Crash the Pond the other day, he had a good point that it's a little bit tough. Uh, He was, he was tweeting, or he tweeted this. Um, He was essentially saying that it's a little, it's a little harder this season to tell if Dallas Aikens has left, or I'm sorry, has lost the locker room compared Mm -hmm. to when Randy Carlisle was here in his second stint. When Randy Carlisle was here in his second stint, the year he got let go in the middle of the season, um, it was very easy to tell when that change completely happened because they started yeah. off fine they started off fine and then things completely dropped the mm. team has just looked completely discombobulated the entire time um so i guess as long as the players still like dallas akins and they still enjoy being around him and again we don't fully know this yeah but if yeah Let's say Pat Verbeek just lets Akins go until April and then decides to let him go. I would think he's maybe making that decision because he knows the players still enjoy being with Akins, regardless of the results, whatever that may be. And you know, I, I I could be content with that. Yeah. But again, I don't think any any person on Duck's Twitter wants Dallas Akins back next year. Nobody does. And I don't uh, think anybody yeah. thinks that's going to happen.
2: I'd be surprised so my thing if there is, were like, some. Just,
3: like, <laughs> I know it can seem aggressive at the time, but just just if he if he just decides to keep him for the rest of the season, just kind of grit your teeth.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, just get to April, and then we're home free, and then we're fine. <laughs> we never have to see that dude again. Yeah. For those of you that are Angels fans, just get to April. It'll be a quick, smooth transition from Dallas Aikens ruining our lives Straight into the angels ruining our lives.
2: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Perfect, as all things should be. <laughs> go Cubs!
3: All right, I think we're. Uh, I think I think that was a good vent session about. Yeah, that was that was about the last the last two weeks in uh, in Duckland. Um yeah, I'm not. Nice. I know. I know, Lou. I know. I know you're the master behind that quote, but I'm not sure if it's happy times right now.
2: No, uh, we're not still, there.
3: The future is still incredibly bright. Debatable. Yes short term it's short term it's not happy long term we're still fine
2: you uh, can see the light but it's pretty far yeah. down that tunnel it's
3: pretty far <laughs> 100% 100% yeah well quickly um before we touch on this cuz we had um you know we're getting into christmas time we're getting into the new year world juniors are coming up uh, we had we Ooh. had uh team canada announce their roster really quick before we start talking about the couple ducks prospects that did make it on team canada um i wanted to quickly shout out our writers patrick and sean um patrick this past week dropped a really great article um diving into uh i think it was a handful of like five or six current defensemen in the ducks blue line uh, yeah wrote a couple paragraphs on, on on each defenseman gave an update um on how their on how their season is gone, and there's a lot to be excited about because a lot of our D prospects are popping off. Mm-hmm. So um, check out Inside the Rink uh, for that article. Um, our network. Uh, check out our Twitter as well. We're always retweeting them. Um, go give Patrick a follow, and then Chris, if you wanted to touch a little bit more on Sean's piece that he wrote about Tamo Solani.
2: Oh man, what happened there? That was that was a good one. Um, okay, so Sean said that he he told us he was sitting on this for a while. And uh, he was very very excited to get it out there. And, uh, you know, he posted it, or Inside the Ring posted it. And then um, he tagged Tamo Solani, asking uh, his thoughts on it. And Solani uh, responded. And what did he respond with? It was just, like, three, like, bullseye emojis or yeah, something? Yeah, it was just,
3: like, four yeah, of the bow and arrow, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because <laughs> it was his article was how would rookie Timu Solani fare in today's NHL? Mm-hmm. Um, which in my opinion, I think he would, he would play pretty well with how high scoring it is nowadays and how, how the, um, the league, I mean, I guess you can argue with how they protect their stars, but they, they do a lot better now than they did when Solani was, was playing, uh, in the earlier days. um, but yeah, go check that out. Like it was a really good article. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's Solani approved. So if you haven't read it yet, I don't really know what your problem is. But
3: yeah, Solani um, approved. Shout out, shout yeah. out all of our writers. Shout out, shout out Patrick. Shout out Sean. Shout out Jack yeah. as well. Um, doing our recaps and stuff like yep. that. So and shout and, out yeah. Timu
4: for reading it. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I yeah. think I think
3: hey, he read it. Timu know. knows who Late Arrivals is. So yeah, that's pretty cool. That. That's yeah. not something I thought would have happened
2: <laughs> shout out to the country <laughs> of finland the, by the way
3: here. shout out the flash shout out Timo, Sean. shout out finland and shout um, out finland. Finland. hey and from what i understand it looks like that article um and timu endorsing that article brought us a little bit of viewership from finland right
2: yeah just a little little flavor little finnish flavor um wow. goes
3: to helsinki finnish flavor <laughs> little finished
2: flavor. (laughs) But yeah, uh, make sure you're following uh, Inside the Rink on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram as well at Late Arrivals Pod. And you can find them in our bio. So they're very easy to find. You can find all of us in there. And we constantly share our articles from our writers. So it's very hard to miss them as well. So make sure you follow those three. But yeah.
3: Yep. Good to hear. Yeah. So like we, uh, like we talked about, so World Juniors coming up here in a couple of weeks after Christmas, um, literally the day after Christmas. I think. I think it runs from uh, December 26th until January 5th. I looked that up the other day. So I think. I think that's. Uh, I think that's. Uh,
2: you looked it up. I think that's the yeah,
3: accurate dates. Yeah. So you, you know, unfortunately, Team USA, um, tough snub for Sasha Pastujov. Yeah. Confusing snub. Um, not really they do too, it? Not really too sure what that was about. Some speculation that. They thought maybe he didn't fit in the last world junior. Some speculation that it's a bit of a petty snub because he decided to go play in the CHL instead of you know oh, seeing God. out his commitment to Notre Dame.
2: Yeah.
3: Or, or the development program. So that's really tough because he's one of the, he's one of the leading scorers in the OHL right now. Arguably <laughs> one of the better. Arguably one of the better team USA players yeah. a, available for a tournament like that so far this year. So very, very, very interesting snub. Um, I hope he, uh, I hope he, I hope he takes that personally and goes, uh, (laughs) and goes world burner. Yeah. The rest of the year. So, but touching on that, we had three ducks get named to team Canada's official roster, two shoe-ins and one that I wasn't really expecting that made it. So the two shoe-ins, of course, I mean, Olin Zellweger and Nathan Gaucher, they were Mm -hmm. both on the team this past summer, um, for the, uh, for the same team Canada team that won gold and they will be the defending champions going in. Um, But then a surprise, I was honestly surprised that he made camp, let alone made the final roster, but really great to see Tyson Hines get a, get rewarded for his, for his, his great season that he's been having so far in the, uh, in the, in the, in the Quebec major junior league. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I think it's going to be kind of like an Ian Moore thing we saw last year with Team USA, where he's just probably that seventh defenseman mm-hmm. that isn't really getting a whole lot of minutes. But you know, hopefully, as Ducks fans, you know, he goes out there gives a good performance when he's when he's called upon and um, and we and we see him do some crazy things. And I mean, shit, it's going to be it's going to be great seeing Olin Zellweger on that on that first. Half. Oh my with, god, yeah, that's going
2: to be awesome.
3: With who? With who? <laughs> Future Duck Connor Bedard or. And or Adam Fantilli, <laughs> and or and or. I thought he was American
4: for some reason. Adam Fantilli.
3: Well, he's he's Canadian. He's he's just playing in college. Oh, okay, that's a, that's Adam Fantilli we're talking about. We're way. getting both. Um, by the way, <laughs> we're getting the first and the we're getting we're winning the lottery and then trading up for the second overall. Yeah,
2: that's what yeah. happens. That's how you do it.
3: Yeah, but you know some some you know some good things to watch uh, or you know some good things to look out for. Um, Team Canada. I think also Team Sweden. I think I think Cali Klang um, is. Uh, I think Klang is going to be Sweden's number one goaltender. Um, is he really? I gotta be. I gotta be honest. I'm not fully sure hmm. if he is, but <laughs> I know. I know Cali Klang will be on Team Sweden as well. So hopefully, yeah. you know, Ed, if he's a starting goaltender, great. We'll be great to kind of watch him. If he's not, um, you know, hopefully he gets a couple reps in here and there. Um, and then the other thing that kind of came up this week that, um, Dunks writer Lisa Dillman pointed out was apparently Pat Verbeek, our good GM, Pat Verbeek, has been spending a couple days in Edmonton.
2: He sure has.
3: I think he watched two Oilers games this past week. Oh, you bet. Um, and some speculation from Oilers writers specifically. Um, I think Spectre and Matheson both separately mentioned one Jesse Pujarvi as a potential yeah as a potential conversation in there now I'm I'm not sure what they'd be looking for
2: I know Klingberg was brought up but I'm not or really Jesse sure
3: Plyarby. I'm sure I mean yeah. I'm sure Klingberg was talked about you know as we yeah. as we know or just a reminder for everybody Verbeek has or Verbeek Klingberg has like a half season no trade clause um mm-hmm. it yeah. is that is up on January 1st. So starting January 2nd is when he can now be moved during this season. Yeah.
2: Um, and I, am sure, think... I'm sure
3: there was, I'm sure there was some discussion about John Klingberg, you know, that was yeah. that in there. Um... Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not sure if there was any merit to Combs being talked about. I think, mm-hmm. I think maybe some writers or maybe, you know, maybe some fans were just, were maybe, you know, speculating who, who could be coming back if we do decide to trade for Jesse Puglia but I'm not, I'm not sure what you guys would think. I, I, I would welcome Jesse Pugliarby on this team. I would 100%. Anything, yeah, same. I think I think that's a guy who... <laughs> he's only
4: 24, the, I think. He's so only, he fits so, with the timeline.
3: Only 24, 25. Former top, like former, I think, third or fourth overall pick. Third, I think. Um, yeah, thir- yeah, third or fourth, whatever it is. He's 24. You know, that, a guy who has become the scapegoat with the Edmonton media. Like, he he is not treated well over there, but (laughs) from all accounts, he's, he's literally kind of the whipping boy Yeah, over there. And we all know that, you know, those places like Vancouver, Edmonton, Toronto, Montreal, those can be really tough places to play and really mentally taxing. So, yeah, you know, if, if Verbeek sees that as an opportunity to take a swing on a guy whose value may be a little low to no fault of his own, Mm-hmm. Um, and he thinks that he can add, you know, a little, a little bit of a boost to the, a little bit of a boost to a really struggling team right now. Um, I'd be, I'd be all for bringing in Jesse Pulley I think, I think he slots into your top six, mm-hmm. um, easily. You know, if you, easily. if you, if you want, if you wanted to spread it around and put him on the third line or second line or you know make him in the middle six, that's fine too. But I yeah. think, I think he'd add, you know, something to this team that we don't really have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know which <laughs> just is anyone could do that I mean this team doesn't have a lot right now let's just let's just be yeah. honest but um you know I'm not I'm 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 not sure again what um what we'd be sending Edmonton's way in any trade for Jesse pooley but um yeah in Klingberg how many, like said, how mean, many I, second round picks do we have I think this coming year
2: two I think it is two. Think we
3: also have two thirds two or um, three yeah, I don't, I don't know that off the top of my head, but, but we have two second rounds again. Because, oh yeah, we have two second round picks this year because we have the second from the Manson trade.
2: Yep,
4: that's
3: right. That's what that's what the second is. yeah, so two seconds again, like we had last year. Um. Yeah, so not sure what a return for Jesse Puljarevi would look like going Edmonton's way, but you know, definitely, definitely something that I think that I think I'd, I'd be okay with Pat Verbeek exploring. Yeah. So we'll be I'm uh, definitely we'll be really interested in that. Yeah, it'll be really curious to see what happens there. You know, a lot a lot of the major hockey media has linked Edmonton to Klingberg a lot even early on this season. Um so I'm I'm sure they'll be in the, I'm sure they'll be part of the teams that are in discussion with us for Klingberg come come yeah. out close to the trade deadline. So so definitely uh definitely curious to see what happens there. Um mm-hmm. shit, do we even
2: I was about to ask you.
3: Do we even get into the three stars of the week or do we just do we just cut it? Is that is that enough Ducks talk?
2: That's Uh, enough Ducks talk.
3: I think I think I think think that's enough Ducks talk. I don't
2: think that I have any any. I, I yeah. can't get into three stars. We don't have I don't the even fans have half the, a star to give away right
4: now. Duck, Duck fans are the first, second, and third stars for watching. Oh yeah, this we shit. are.
3: Hell yeah. Let's give ourselves, Hell, let's yeah. give ourselves a round of applause.
2: Dude, just let's give ourselves yeah, round a round of applause. applause. Everyone yourselves on all, the back. Everybody in the
3: chat, all all the four of us, everybody listening, all are right. Shout out Duck fans.
4: If
2: you're driving Shout out all the
3: other pods too,
2: you know who if, the fuck you are. Yeah. If you're listening <laughs> to this, like and you're driving your car right now, pat yourself on the back. It might be dangerous, but just do it. Um shout out to you America. Yeah, shout out <laughs> shout out to you, America.
3: <laughs> well, Chris, you want to uh you want to give us our little
2: uh oh yeah plug for
3: our network, a little ESPN plus shout, shout out, out to our to, families.
2: Uh, shout, out to <laughs> shout out to our family.
3: <laughs> shout out to his family.
2: <laughs> Take it away, so, Chris. <laughs> so yeah, with uh with our network inside the rink, we have uh a wonderful uh partnership with ESPN Plus. Um, so, if you'd like to continue to support us here at the Late Arrivals Podcast, um, go ahead and visit insidetherink.com/espn and sign up today. Signing up with this link helps not only us but also the network hosting us. Um, so, yeah, if you don't have uh, if you don't have ESPN Plus yet and you're thinking about it, go ahead and do that. Um, I don't know if Jake's able to share the. Um, Oh he, oh, he already did. He already did. He's way ahead of me. Look at that. Beautiful. But yeah, click Shit on that drink. link. Um, you know, if you're listening to this, you don't have a link to click on. So go visit the website inside the rink.com ESPN. Sign up and help support us and our network and all of the wonderful shows over there and uh writers, because there are a ton of writers. We have a lot of great shows. So go and do that, please. Thank you. Love you lots.
4: And uh, if Jake wants to throw in the merch link too. Oh, yeah. Go check out our merch, guys. If uh, you need a last minute Christmas gift. Yeah. Get a nice heather purple. Oh, my God. I still
2: can't get over that purple color for our shirts. Oh, so beautiful. Yep. But yeah, you know, it's it's sweater weather. So go grab a hoodie. I think tomorrow is your last day that you can order stuff and be able to get it on time for Christmas. I could be wrong, though, because I'm just a guy when is christmas when
3: Uh, yeah not uh next sunday Sunday. yeah yeah not Not. this coming sunday but the next
2: oh wow we got football on christmas this year kids yeah i gave up on football yeah (laughs) (laughs) yep lou hates the southerns
3: chris did you want to segue into the next part i'm trying to find the notes
2: (laughs) oh you're good um actually this is kind of this is some uh heavy news with uh chris letang and uh yeah he suffered another stroke um like two weeks ago i believe it was um and then he returned like 12 days later and i don't know your thoughts on how quickly he returned but um i mean i'm not a doctor obviously i have no idea what's going on in that room and you know he was a, he was cleared so i'm i'm hoping that they did it in the best interest of him and not because he wants to play because of course he's going to say i want to play right um yeah. you know because there's there's always those weird stories and I, my first thought was just like i mean this is totally different but like the chargers do you remember when was it uh their quarterback got injured and he he had to get like a shot or something and like the team doctor yeah. punctured his lung uh-huh. Uh-huh. and i don't know it's just you just yeah, never know you, you never know where their heads at and
3: yeah well it's like that you know we we saw what happened with Tua Tagovailoa earlier this yeah. year so yeah. with the whole concussion thing and then and then he goes and gets rocked on Thursday night football and mm-hmm. dies in the i mean not literally dies but you know he has like three a, concussions you know. in 5 yeah.
2: days like jesus christ 100% yeah
3: it's it's so unfortunate and incredibly you know sad to see that happen again to Chris Letang cuz you know he i think like chris touched on he had another one like in 2016 um so yeah you just you, you just hope for his health and you just you just hope that him coming back was 100 percent an okay decision um you know time time will tell um and you just you just you hope going forward that that he makes any any decision he makes about his career going forward is is in favor of his long-term health i mean yes. that's really all you want i mean i mean Probably one of the better defensemen of the, of the last 20 years it's been playing. So, um, at, least, at least one of the more, more fun to watch. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Well, yeah, happier and things.
3: That, yeah. And on a much happier note, some super cool news. <laughs> last night, have you guys heard of a guy named Alex Ovechkin before?
2: I think. I Ooh. heard he's, like, up and coming. I don't know.
3: Lou's favorite player. no but last night alex ovechkin does it in a hat trick with the third goal against the chicago blackhawks how awesome is that alex ovechkin hits 800 goals he's now one goal he's he's now one goal away from tying gordy Howe at 801 for second all time yeah awesome so so cool to see i know i know were you
2: watching watching it at all
3: i actually was watching it i do hate it though because i was on my phone when he scored the third (laughs) Oh, I I was, yeah, I was in the other room.
2: I totally missed it. Um,
3: I I literally had the game on
2: me too. Yeah. I was in the other room. Missed it. That's, that's my B. Um, But yeah, that's awesome. I actually turned off the last bit of the ducks game to flip on the caps game to see it. Cause like the ducks, that was just, that was the first time I've turned the ducks off in a long time. So that's how bad that was. I didn't see the leaf seventh goal. Cause I was, I was getting ov vibes. Yeah, definitely, I definitely was uh, busy. Yeah,
3: I definitely went to uh, went to go make dinner after, after the fifth goal. <laughs> <bowl. laughs> but uh, moving on, uh, moving on to some other stuff here. Um, it was really good to see Shane Wright come back after yeah. all the drama around him getting scratched for pretty much every game so far this season. Yeah, him getting all the drama about you know is he going to get sent back to junior? What's he doing up here in the NHL? If he's just getting scratched every night, like literally. It, I think it was at the point where he was scratched for about five or six straight games. It may have been even longer than that. It it might've been 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 longer, but I think it was something like that. Um, You know, he, he eventually gets sent down to Coachella Valley in the AHL. I think it was there for maybe a week, a week or two. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Immediately gets the call back up to Seattle. Finally gets put in the lineup. And then finally makes an impact right away. Gets his
2: first NHL goal against the Canadians. Against the Canadians. Yeah. Talk about a statement game everyone had to games. have known that was going to happen like that, that was, was the
3: most scripted thing in the world it was, like, was like, it was total, just perfect that was total ea script <laughs> like, that was 100 <laughs> <happening. laughs> we all we all knew that was happening um unfortunately we were at um the brunt of it last night but mitch marner street continues <laughs>
2: 23 games
3: 23 games like i don't know how much more there is
2: to say about that straight and nutty and he did he, he kept it going like so fast against the ducks They happened early mm. <laughs> there was like no no doubting that oh my god is mm. he gonna get to 23 like we're approaching yeah. the third period no nope. mm. he got that done very quickly the ducks okay. helped him out on that he might yeah. have even said thank you when on his way to celebrate at the bench he probably thanked every oh. duck on the way <laughs> it's very nice of him yeah. the streets are talking that's what i heard yeah <laughs> oh man and then the uh
3: yeah man the defending champs these colorado avalanche they are uh i don't know if, i don't know if you guys have seen but they have been hit with quite the injury bump. yeah they're this one
4: drop yeah. injured guy literally they're right this one
3: they are one of their writers posted their starting lineup <laughs> for just what the lines were for the game last week and it was mm-hmm. literally like that meme picture that jake always posts of that lineup that was <laughs> the like ducks
2: one yeah yeah that was like where nick Richie was line one. matt
3: lambos nick ritchie like isaac Lundstrom was like the one c yeah Corey perry no it was like grant one it was grant that's when the
2: elite ones yeah it, it was started. like cali yeah.
3: Kosela was like the second line left wing <laughs> right it was literally shit like that like they're at the point where it's like it's miko rantanen and like like 19 other guys
2: Yeah, they're all like made up EA sports. Yeah, yeah. Like creative uh, player names. Yeah.
3: It's like, it's like (laughs) on the old, uh, uh, the old NCAA football games. They didn't, they didn't have the licensing to the players. So every, every person's name was just like quarterback number seven, like (laughs) running back number three,
2: (laughs) you know, some random names. Yeah. Mickey McPherson. Yeah. And then (laughs) to
3: nobody's shock. The other night Connor McDavid became the first player to 50 points on the season. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. I think only that's took him
2: 27 games,
3: 27 games, 50 points in 27 games. I mean, that's just, that's just McDavid. Yeah. Nothing being new who, there. Being who how many, we know
2: he is at this point. You know what I mean? How many
4: points does he have against the Ducks in a couple of
3: days?
2: God. I, Lou, I. Saturday, I, I think he gets at least
3: four. I am so glad. I'm actually very glad that I will be in Boise. <laughs> probably a couple beers in not paying attention for that game.
2: Well, good for yeah. you.
3: Well, shout out, shout out, shout out to my little brother. It's an early, early game too. Shout out oh, to it is. Connor's brother. Shout out to my little brother. He's, uh, he's graduating. Uh, he's graduating from Boise state this weekend. We're, uh, we're at a oh, nice situation this weekend. So quick, a quick little shout out to Brayden. Yeah. Shout out uh, and congrats to little yeah. bro. Shout out and congrats. Yeah. It's a little bro. So do we, um do we maybe want to get into the lap game of the week?
4: I couldn't tell you what games are, but go we ahead.
2: totally forgot this week.
4: We totally
3: forgot this
2: week. Yeah, I told I told Jake. Yeah. I'm like, uh, we totally forgot about the LAP game of the week. Like, I totally forgot to tweet out anything. So we're just like picking. From,
3: so we're just picking from Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
2: Yeah, if you want to look. Okay. Oh. Um. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Okay. If you want to look at the games that are happening there, and uh, we'll pick. <clears throat> I will write it down. We'll pick. Ooh. We'll pick four. Maybe if Jake wants to put his in the in the group chat, I can get it written down. Yeah, so Jake,
3: can, you want to, you want to throw yours in the chat so we can do these things. Ooh, I got I got my vote already. What is it? We'll go Panthers Devils on Saturday.
1: That would be a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll go Sabers Coyotes because I know Chris has a rooting
4: interest in both of those teams. Oh hell yeah! I'll go Sabers, Coyotes. What day is that? Saturday, the seventeenth
2: at six p.m. All right, I'll choose a different day since we got two Saturdays. Um, I'll go with I'll go Penguins.
1: Hold on, no, we don't want that one.
2: I'll go. Yeah, I'll go Penguins Hurricanes on uh Sunday.
1: Does have one yet or no? Cap uh, sleeps. Cap sleeps. Perfect. Yep. That's also on Sunday. No, Saturday. All right, sick.
2: All right, I'll have to. I'll tweet that out later uh after the uh after this All episode right. so we can get those votes going and we can right. see what the hell we're doing
3: well we got we got lap game of the week set so I yeah think- so
2: make sure you vote yeah, yeah please vote please vote i'll please tweet vote. it out i'll tweet it out later so tonight. this
3: this brings us to everybody's favorite segment of the week our jizzard dries a topic
1: he said it
3: the girls have a pose to us is what do we do with Jacob Silverberg? I'll let you, uh, I'll let, I'll let you guys take the floor on this one. Oh,
2: what do we do with the Silverberg?
4: Probably just keep him until his contract runs out. Kind of have to, right? Yeah. How many,
3: that is kind of what you have to do. How many more yeah. years do he have? That contract is not movable. <laughs>
4: like, no, no, no. Him I'm coming, taking off, that, man.
3: Him coming <laughs> off major hip surgery him very clearly looking like he's lost multiple steps yes like it sucks to see because i really do love sylph but it just yeah i'm i'm not sure how much you
4: oh he's a free agent after next season
2: i'm not next season not, i yeah, don't even think he plays next season honestly is he a buyout
3: next season does he
4: retire he has a modified no trade clause too so hmm. you can't yeah, really just, trade
2: him I, no, you can't trade him. He's he's in it for the long haul for this season. It's sad that he might be going out with the way this season is yeah. going to end. Maybe but, if he um, like,
3: I don't know. Maybe if he's on LTIR and someone takes him as a as a cat, like I have no idea. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what you do there.
2: Either just put
4: yeah. him on the fourth line or healthy scratch him at this point. Yeah. It's just Riding tough the
3: healthy year. it's just tough with the healthy scratch thing cuz that's I mean, he's still an alternate captain.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So
3: it's it's tough to
2: he still has a nice shot. He still has a shot
3: when he can get it off. When he can get yeah, it. when he position, could get off. Get off. Yes. <laughs> Not sure. Not sure how much bad that happens, but yeah, it's it's tough as as a huge Silverberg fan. It's tough to see him in this state. Um, but you know, it just it is what it is right now. You know. So what do we do with Jacob Silverberg? Well, you we ride really it out. You can't really do a whole lot. So that's <laughs> yeah. our
2: answer. Um, before we get into the oh, hockey, cool! We get, yeah, we got hockey three six five next. Yeah, the hockey daily three six five topic. Um, I wanted to uh, talk about the PHF. Did you did you hear about their salary cap? Yeah, it was going up like to a million. One point five million, I think now. Oh, okay. pretty good. Which is very awesome. Um, it's nice to see that league continue to grow each year. Like I'm pretty sure since they started, they've their their cap has gone up every single year. Um. So that's nice to see. I'm trying to get the graphic here. So back in the 2021 season, it was just at 150K. Uh, 21, 22, it went up to 300K. And then this season, starting of this season, the 22, 23 season, it was at 750K. So now starting next season, it'll be 1.5 million. So that's really cool. So I just wanted to Shout them out really quick because i I love seeing how much they're growing, and hopefully they start expanding a little more i know they're I know they just expanded to uh montreal but and they before montreal it was it was Toronto, but I kind of hope that they can get to a point where they're coming out west a little bit, you know, even if it's the midwest and it's not out is this it all way, just but,
4: east coast teams
2: uh the furthest west is Minnesota right now,
4: okay, so they're getting here
2: yeah, but yeah, like like uh, Smoot said, it'll be nice when uh, you know women's hockey players can can actually just play hockey and make a living off of it, and they don't have to have another job going on during the off season. and it'll it'll be nice. So mm-hmm. hopefully that's yeah. very soon.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, to
3: uh, quickly transition into our um, hockey three six five question of the week, as always, shout out to hockey three six Five on Twitter been a huge supporter of us yes, basically they're... from the get-go right mm-hmm. been a huge supporter of us mm-hmm. uh, you want an update on all the goals highlights deeks, hits fights saves non-saves happening on a nightly basis he's he's got he's the two or, he's got the two or three little hamsters going in his phone he's, <laughs> he's, he's he's uh yeah he does he's he's on top of everything he's he's always posting highlights he's uh He's growing pretty, uh, pretty respectably as well. So he's starting to get. And himself. rapidly. Like he and grew rapidly. a
2: lot this oh, really, season and yeah. that's cool to see. I think when this, like before this season started and when we had, when we started like our little partnership with him, he was at like, I want to say he was only at like 6,000 followers mm-hmm. or something. He's at, he's like at 12 K now. Yeah. He's something. exploded. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So if you do listen to this and you have followed him through us, we thank you. That's very cool. mm mm-hmm. Um, if you don't follow him yet, go go ahead and sauce him a follow. Because he's sauce. great.
3: Go sauce one over to hockey three six five. All the sauce. So his question for us this week is of the players currently on the ducks roster, who do you, more likely than not, uh, see being on the team in five years? Right off the yeah. bat, Zegras, Drysdale, McTavish, Terry, Lucas Dostal. I you think, think Terry those are I think of that group, mm-hmm. if there if I had to pick one that was most likely to not be here, I'd pick Terry. Yeah, same. Um, but again, you know, going going back to going back to what I said earlier, i I don't think we're at a I don't think this franchise has reached a point where we should be worried about potentially losing um, any of our young guys. Whether that's them requesting a trade, whether that's them just refusing to sign a deal. I don't think mm-hmm. we're there yet. No. Nah. Um, I think a conversation like that would be more warranted if Pat Verbeek just went completely galaxy brain in the middle of this <laughs> in the middle of this year and signed Dallas Higgins <laughs> to another extension. Just pushes a random button. Yeah. I mean, knock on wood. I mean, holy <laughs> shit. But yeah, I just I don't think we're there yet where we can make any like sweeping claims that any of the young guys aren't going to be on this team. Um, so yeah, man, I'd say I'd say Terry Ziegrist, Riesdale, McTavish, um, Lucas Dostal. Yeah, I'd yeah. say I'd say those are those are my five. Yeah, I
2: like,
4: can agree. I'll with say that. all that, and I'll throw those in o- nice. Olin Zellweger.
2: Oh, Zellweger. Yeah,
3: I think oh and Zellweger, yeah but I, th- I think he's talking about the people currently on, on oh okay efficiency. yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Current, not
2: Zellweger yet. the yeah. current
3: duckies yeah and well, we sean's gonna be very different and sean in our twitch chat who's also one of our writers says what about Bedard? <laughs> bedard well unfortunately bedard's not a duck
2: currently yet <laughs> honestly your background Evil. when when you slid over Oh, your that was couch, your, that your was couch came in and it looked like the tank was blowing up your couch it was actually pretty cool
3: <laughs> that's kind of what's been happening
2: yeah oh, there yeah. it is boom <laughs> it's gone it's blown up <laughs> all right anyway <laughs> anyway well getting
3: into i think you want to play a game real quick oh yeah so lou and i'll let lou kind of or ex- er, i'll let lou kind of you know handle it but uh our good pal lou I don't know
2: why that kind of scared me. I, I like I knew it was coming, but with him asking, "Do you want to play a game really quick?" kind of made me nervous. Do You want to
4: play a game?
3: <laughs> should have a sound that should be like our sub sound. It's just Lou. Like, do you want to play a game? <laughs> I've right. been more terrified in my life. Yeah, so Lou, if you uh, our good our good buddy our good pod mate Lou, uh, he uh, he had a great idea to introduce a new little fun segment that we might do uh, every week. We might do it. Every week we might do it. Some weeks, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll kind of see. But Lou, you want to uh you want to introduce your game?
4: I sure will. um So it's <laughs> called Guess the Team. So okay. I read off I read off uh, six players from a roster, and you guys need to figure out what team they played on and what year they played on.
2: Okay, team and year.
4: Okay, uh, so just and it's
2: six players.
3: Six, six players. Six like. players. Okay, so it's any NHL team. It could be any year. And,
4: and yeah, off
3: six players and we'll have to guess what that team was and the season that was.
4: Yeah, and I'll try not to like name like obvious names.
3: Okay, like I won't, I won't say like Wayne Gretzky. Lose like lose <laughs> like Sidney Crosby, Evgeny malton Chris yeah. Leng, and <laughs> all, all right, all right. What do you I'll got? I'll
4: start. I'll start off with an easy one. Okay, Brendan Morrison, Brian salcedo Oh God, George Perros, Nathan McIver, Kent Huskins. And Drew Miller.
2: What's the Ducks. It's the Ducks in. Uh, That's two thousand seven.
1: Two thousand
3: seven. Two thousand eight. Two thousand nine. Oh. Oh, Cedo gave it away. Fuck.
4: So it's the year okay. after. Okay. Year after. Okay. All right. So you're, you both got one point. Okay. Half a point. <laughs> okay. All <laughs> right. So uh, this one, Johnny Oduya. Aaron Asham, Jay Pandolfo, Kevin Weeks, mm. Bryce Salvador, and Barry
3: Tallickson. Uh That Devils. Yeah, Bryce Salvador gave it away. That's the Devils. I'm yep. saying 2000. Read out, read off the names again: Weeks, Salvador,
4: Jay God, Pandolfo, Aaron Asham, Christ. Johnny Adulia.
1: Aaron and Barry Ashers. Talix and Ooh. Johnny Oduya.
3: Yeah, oh, Oduya God, kind of like, confused me. That's like 0506.
1: Chris, what year? I'm saying 506 five O six.
2: I'll say. Oh, I'll say two thousand nine. That's probably too late.
4: 2007 2008.
2: Oh, okay. Christ.
4: So you both got two ah, points. It's kind of there. All right. All right. The last one.
2: What is the point
3: system?
4: Just
2: one, so point, we're... one point. If you could get the team right, we have a chance to get two points each. Yeah. Question, got it. Okay. Basically. All right. All
4: right. All right. The last one uh, Adam Deadmarsh, Yaroslav Madry, Brian Smolinski, Steve Kelly, Ted Donato, and Kip Brennan.
1: Jesus. What the <laughs> hell are these
3: people? Adam Deadmarsh. So I'm saying Deadmarsh. So I'm going to say the Abs. Is it the no. Avalanche?
4: Fuck. No. Is it the Leafs? No. I, I
3: yeah. Is it the Oh no, Deadmarsh played for the Kings. Is it the Kings? Yes.
2: yes. Oh. Kings 2004.
3: Kings 2000,
4: 2001,
1: 2002. Ah. Oh. oh fuck.
2: I should have did a
4: fourth one, so we have a tiebreaker, but oh well.
3: That's all right. (laughs) That was good, though. We'll let uh, let Jake play next week, too. Yeah. Yeah, Jake.
4: (laughs) So if you guys like that game.
3: No, I was not reading the chat on that one. Chill. That came in like the exact time I said Kings.
4: (laughs) So if you like that game, I'll continue to look at
3: rosters. and. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Like, I got mad, but I didn't get a couple of those right. (laughs) Yeah.
4: I pick teams that uh, are friends in our group chat, like yeah, Kings, Devils, and Ducks. So,
2: man, I'm getting I get a lot of I've been getting a lot of like different years all mashed up into one two, ever since COVID. I don't I don't remember years after like before 2019. Same.
4: To be honest. All I'm right, all We're getting weird. into uh... is it question time.
3: It is question time. Everybody's favorite second. questions. Listener questions are here. So, regular friend of the show, our good buddy, literal mouse, <laughs> our good buddy, Ryan. He poses us a food question right off the bat. Uh, so, Lou, you can uh, start firing our off takes here. Let's Ryan's go. question for us tonight is best donut your top three, actually. Go. He also adds commentary. If Lou says some bullshit, like, quote, I don't like donuts, end quote, or quote, donuts taste like the underarm of the orange flavored zombie apocalypse, end quote. I sounds, will lose my mind.
2: Sounds, sounds delicious.
3: <laughs> Hashtag escalators now. So <laughs> gentlemen, I know my top three donuts right away. And we're also going like at like y- your basic average. Donut shop donuts. So like, I can't. Yeah, I'm not gonna say sidecar. Like, where they got a bunch of weird shit.
2: Um, I have no idea what that is. But yeah. So
3: my top three. I'm not gonna like rank them just because you know, kind of weird. But I'll go Maple Bar. Ooh, yep. I'll go Blueberry Cake. Ooh. And then I'm weird, but I like jelly donuts.
2: (laughs) They're not bad.
3: So those are my three.
2: Those are my. (laughs) I'm weird, but. I'll go, uh, oh, maple bars. See, I have a tough time. Like, maple bars are great, and I love, like, the blueberry, like, glazed. You're not going to slander the good goddamn name of maple bars. I'll tell you that right now. No, no, no. I love maple. Like, it's what I'm trying to say is that I have I have, I have, have three, but they're all tied for, like, first. I have no idea what to choose. Oh, like, okay. I thought you were going to slander them. No, no, no. Like, I'm a, no, maple. I'm all about maple. But, like, a blueberry um, glazed. Ooh. Delicious, and then like I like cinnamon donuts, like with like the cinnamon powder, you know, powdered donuts, delicious. Um, and then like a pink sprinkle, pink sprinkle sprinkle. donut, yeah, like the Homer Simpson donut, you know.
3: Yeah, I I had a hard time leaving off just like a good old, just like a regular sprinkle donut, but
2: yeah, yeah. Like those four, I don't know. Like when I go, like uh, the local one here is Bosa Donuts, and they're very good. It's like rainbow donuts. I don't know if you have rainbow out there. Um, very good. And when I go in there, I never know what to choose. Okay. I have the hardest time. It's like what am I feeling today? Blueberry,
3: maple. Jake's Jake's submissions are maple bar, chocolate bar, and then he joins me on the jelly brigade.
2: Yeah, jellies. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But with the jelly donuts, like. It's a donut, so it's already unhealthy. I don't like when it's like that super, like, r- when it's like real jelly with like pieces of strawberry. Like, no, I want the fake <laughs> shit that's just all sugared up. That's what yeah. I want. Like, that shit's good. Yeah. Give me the fake shit.
2: Fake only, please.
1: Lou? Uh, maple bar glazed in Bear claws.
2: Oh God! I forgot about bear claws. God damn it!
3: Honorable mention to a fresh apple fritter too. Oh, honorable mention.
4: Anything chocolate just tastes like freaking unwashed (laughs) ass. There it is. I I hate chocolate. I hate chocolate donuts, dude.
3: Yeah, I think yeah. I'm not. I'm not the biggest chocolate donut guy. no same here. Like I want other flavors. Like and they all just kind of taste the same. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. If it's not like maple or cinnamon for me, it's usually like a fruity, fruity flavor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Don't booish me, booish, <laughs> booish.
2: <laughs> God, Bear Claw, I totally forgot about those. All Damn. right,
3: and I, uh, I think from Duncan on Twitter, um, his question is: Will the will the Ducks this season be the worst team points percentage wise and points wise in Anaheim Ducks in Anaheim Ducks history? Well, we are certainly trending in that direction. Yeah, they're on pace. We are currently projected to be exactly
2: that. (laughs) I think we're only projected right now to get, what, like 49 points or something?
3: Something like that.
2: Yeah. Something like that. It's terrible.
3: Let me ask you guys this. Make an educated guess. Mm -hmm. Season ends that last week of April. Are we, whatever you think is going to happen the rest of the season, take that into effect.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Do you think we are still the worst team in the league? We are have the number one odds on the last day of the season. Genuinely,
4: no. I think they'll be in the top three.
1: Yeah, I. I, I wouldn't
4: don't say... think I don't think they'll be number one, but yeah. like the way gun- things, gun- things are going, I, I think they'll be in the yeah. top three, top four at yeah. worst. Yeah, I, I agree. Just... Like
3: gun, yeah. like gun to my gun to my head. I don't. I. I say we won't finish with the number one odds. No. But I think I think top four, top five is extremely likely. Yeah. Extremely. Especially because I don't know if you guys saw my tweet and anyone listening. I don't know if you guys saw my tweet last night during the Leafs game. Have you seen who we have to play in the next four weeks? Oh, yeah. I did see that. Holy shit. Like, yeah, there's if anything, if anything is going to cement our spot as a lottery team, if things continue the way they are this year, it's going to be this next four-week stretch.
2: Yeah, it's it's horrible to look at. Like, it just makes you so sad. Edmonton, Boston, like. Yeah, we got, crazy. okay, to, you know, tomorrow, Thursday, unless you're listening Chris, to just, this on Chris, Thursday. Chris, just go
3: ahead. Just go ahead. Don't even give the dates. Just <laughs> for the next four weeks, find my tweet. Literally just read all the teams we have to play coming up. Okay. Just list
2: them off. Canadians, Oilers, Kings, Wild, Flames, Knights, Predators, uh, Flyers, Stars, Sharks. And then I'll add the last step. I'll add another week. It's Bruins, Oilers, Devils. Holy fuck. (laughs) That's all at home. From when I started with the Wild to the Devils, that's all a homestand. They have like a 10-game homestand coming up. Um, And they're going to get rocked in front of their fans. Every single night. Like there's nothing there that I see that's yeah. like, okay, that, that seems maybe Philly, but I don't even know. Like the maybe Flyers. Still,
3: like a rebound against San Jose.
2: Like but maybe. Because like then like, once they go on the road after that, they have the Penguins and Flyers on back to backs. And then uh, they're in Columbus. And then they got Buffalo. And then they're uh they're out here. It's it a little in, easier then. A little bit. Then they're out here in Tempe to play the coyotes. I will be trying to get to that game avalanche and coyotes again so that that rounds out january <laughs> yeah
3: if especially if this is gonna continue and akins is held on to i i i respectfully caution everybody and i hope <laughs> i prepare everybody just 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 we're really gonna have to grit our teeth and just kind of yeah. bear with it
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, if you haven't if you haven't looked at the schedule everything I just named, go ahead and just stare at it for a little bit, be prepared. So when the games come, you're not surprised. You shouldn't be surprised anyway, at this point with what's going on, but I mean, you're going to get upset. Everyone gets upset with losses. Like it's annoying, you know, watching them get, you know, destroyed six, nothing, seven, nothing, five, two, you know, whatever, seven, one, it sucks, but it's going to happen for a while. If not for the rest of the season, at least for the rest of 2022. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And now I I'm wondering, do you think we give up ten goals? Do you think we reach at 10 some goals? point this
3: year? Shit, dude, we might. We might. Especially with this current stretch. It might happen yeah. like in the next two or three weeks.
2: Like the Bruins? <laughs> I feel like the Bruins would easily put put ten on us.
3: I would not, or Edmonton, man. Oh, oh
2: God, yeah. Okay. The Oilers all right, well, let's, I'm not. All right, well, we'll get
3: we'll get we'll get a couple more questions here. We're We're pulling up on 90 minutes. We'll try to sneak some last minute questions in here. Um, this one seems to be directed or indirectly at Lou, but it's uh from our friend Cecilia, part of the JD gang. She says, uh, ask ask late arrivals. Do you support LeBron giving back to
2: communities? And she spelled communities with a with a Q. Am I am I
3: missing something? Like, I'm not into the NBA. Am I missing something? No,
2: I'm not either. And I was also wondering if I was missing something. Lou. (laughs) Would you like
3: to answer that, please? Lou, your I mic's think, not working.
2: I think you're muted, my friend. <laughs>
4: um, there you yeah, go. Um, we're not a we're not pro LeBron James fans here. Uh, Whoa, we wait, don't respect, you got to give us
2: some. <laughs> we don't
4: respect uh, anything he does. I could care less if he helps old ladies cross the street. He's not a hero to me. He sucks. Um,
2: <laughs> he's, he's not a hero. He's a he's a fraud. He's a whiner. Okay, I'm fine with um, you saying this. Just don't say we because I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> I don't want to get thrown into something. Yeah, we something.
4: we we don't we don't like LeBron James around these parts.
3: Uh, okay. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I'm not an NBA person, so I won't
2: I, I won't I won't speak just, to it.
4: Just nod your head and say okay. Okay,
2: <laughs> it's a meme. <laughs> it's a TikTok. All right, we'll give, my apologies. We'll give, we'll give. Oh, it's a TikTok. It's a TikTok, I guess. Oh. Yeah, totally okay. missed well, it. Okay. Thirty
4: years old. I don't go on TikTok. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: All right, we'll get we'll get one last question in before we uh before we wrap up and get out of here for the night. Uh, this was from actually one of our writers, Mr. Patrick at New Era Ducks. He says, "Is it me or is Trevor Zegers not trying as much stuff this season? Do we blame Dallas Akins? When do we riot? Hashtag Ask <laughs> Late Arrivals Pod. When do we riot? When do we riot?" I think I think Trevor Zegers trying not so much cool stuff. I don't. I mean. You know, last season, there were a lot of great Trevor Zegers highlights. Mm-hmm. But I also think back, was he doing, was he trying those every other game? I don't think so. No. I think just with how this season is gone. Yeah. With. I just don't think there's been enough opportunities for that kind of stuff. You know what I there mean? There really hasn't. You know, yeah, we, know he, we know he scored the Michigan like a month, month and a half ago. And they got, took
2: it away off, from him.
3: They got called back for <laughs> offside. So, you know, at least, mm-hmm. at least he is trying it there. But, I mean, I guess lately I could understand why he hasn't been.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's more yeah. it's, it's more in the moment stuff. It's yeah. not and, something that's talked about, I'm sure, before yeah. puck drop, you know, like he's going to try to do right. something. He's our, right, yeah. he, he usually says that he just kind of like, if he sees an opportunity, he just goes for it. So it's, it's mm-hmm. all in the moment. And mm-hmm. if he doesn't have those opportunities, they're just not going to happen. So mm-hmm. I don't really think there's anyone to blame really. I just think just the way the games have been going and how they've been playing. I just don't think it's really come to that point because I mean, sometimes they're already down three, nothing in the first 10 minutes. And he, I don't think he's going to be thinking about doing some crazy goal. Yeah. You know, but. Right. Yeah.
3: And, and, the part of do we blame Dallas Akins? do we blame Dallas Akins for Trevor not trying as much of the crazy shit he did last year? I would say no, because Akins was one of the people that was kind of embracing it last year. Yeah. And that was kind of telling him, you know, was kind of hyping it up. Now I do blame Akins for putting the team and putting Trevor in the situations this year where you know maybe trying to do all that crazy shit isn't warranted because you're down six nothing, you're down three nothing, you're down you're down five one, you're down four nothing, you know stuff like that. I blame him for that part. I don't think Akins is telling. I I would find it hard to believe if Akins told Zegers to stop doing that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. 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 So that's my. That's our that's our thoughts on that. If I think, he did I think, if he did yeah. do that, then we have bigger problems. I just
3: agree. If, yeah, know, if he did do that, personally. then it's a whole other. <laughs> yeah, then it's a whole other. It's just a whole other layer to this shit sandwich of this season. Just keep dreaming of Connor Bedard and Adam Fantilli yeah. and Matthew a, a job and Leo Carlson and go to bed at night and take a melatonin, drink whatever your vice. Is. I don't care. <laughs> just <laughs> grit your teeth and whatever happened, just get through this
2: season. It's and a pretty big Dallas, sandwich.
3: And we're Dallas Akins free come April. Whether we're Dallas Akins free in a couple of weeks, whether we're Dallas Akins free tomorrow, I don't know. But we're not going to have him next year. We nope. don't have to worry about him after this season. So
2: there's absolutely no way.
3: A a, a rebuild can be painful. There's going to be very painful periods.
1: Wow. I'm not sure if.
0: Savannah asked a question.
3: Um, yeah. Savannah asked, "Where the hell did Perry Minassi go?" I'm not. I'm not talking about fucking. I'm not talking <laughs> about the fucking angels. Not right now. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> um, but uh, shout out to the San Francisco Giants for uh making Carlos Correa a lifelong Giant now. Thirteen years, two hundred and fifty million.
3: Um, yeah, sure. Whatever, Luke.
4: <laughs> great piece to build around. Um, nice. Giants country. what's mash. Let's, let's what? <laughs> Smash, Giants country, country. Let's
3: let's let's be big. Let's be
2: big. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We need to steal their mascot. Their mascot's a seal, isn't it? Yeah, Lou Sill. His name's Lou. Yeah, Lou Sill. Oh, okay. That's amazing. That's perfect. It's perfect. Well, before we sign off here, I want to yeah, give a quick sign off. Yeah, Chris, quick, you want to? Uh, you want to? Quick shout story? out. Quick shout out before I get into the other stuff okay uh a new podcast another new podcast has has arrived and it's called what the chell pod and the hosts are haley and natalia i know natalia from twitter i've i've followed her for a while she's really cool um, I don't think I know them, but okay. No, they 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 dropped their first episode. Um, I believe it was yesterday. Okay, but yeah, okay. so um, go follow them on Twitter and Instagram at What the Shell Pod. Follow them uh everywhere. They released their um episode on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, and I think they have other places as well. You can find their link tree on their their Twitter, and I'm sure their Instagram as well. But they're really cool. Their first episode, they kind of got into um explaining how they got into hockey and the fan like uh the teams that they're into i know Natalia's a ducks fan um she also likes the islanders um and then haley is a uh capitals fan so it was it was cool to get to know them a little bit more like i said i know natalia but not like you know i don't know her know her i just know of her so it was, it was fun to to listen and uh kind of get to know them a little bit and go give them a nice welcome into the uh the podcast world and Maybe give them a rating, leave a review, go listen. It's it's a lot of fun. They seem like they're gonna they're gonna be a fun podcast. So, shout out to them, right, Lou? Shout out.
4: Yeah, shout out to uh, what to shell. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I had to think about what they're yeah. for a second. Well, also, is, go uh... listen to go listen to the episode Connor and Chris were on on she talks hockey. Oh yeah, you haven't, you haven't done
2: that yet. Go check that out. That was a lot of fun. Me Even though that episode's like probably like two weeks old now,
4: go
3: listen to it again. <laughs>
2: it's like a week, if, yeah, week and a half.
3: <laughs> shout out to the first episode of Late Arrivals back in uh, back in May. <laughs> Everyone, go listen back to that. Uh. Shout uh, out to the idea. The idea of yeah, Late arrivals. Shout out, yeah. Shout out to yeah. <laughs> shout out to that. Well, hey boys. I mean, this was kind of a this is kind of an unorthodox unorthodox stream here only the three of shout us out Jake. Host, shout out Jake our host our host died not even not even five minutes into, into the episode but I think I think we did an okay job kind yeah, of yeah I think it was have, fine. all we, having a host on the fly you know
2: yeah we did we did fine we did okay but um but yeah thanks again everybody for for listening and sticking around as long as you have if you're still here at the end yeah. um, make sure you're following late arrivals pod on twitter and instagram and if you're listening to this and you're not watching us on twitch make sure you follow us on twitch and maybe if you're feeling generous you know it is the holiday season maybe you can subscribe yeah you get three uh, new uh emotes yeah we have seal ones right like we have we have same of the seal now in the flesh yeah.
4: we got on one twitch. he's there's like a question mark one one throwing tomatoes and a
1: he's wearing a crown
4: just this one what did that say i'm blind (laughs) (laughs) fail fail yeah fail yeah
2: we and i think if you subscribe you get one of of him wearing a crown right
4: yeah that's their sub badge yeah
2: very cool very adorable so yeah make sure you're following us on twitch maybe subscribe i don't know um, Twitter, Instagram, like I said, uh, go check out our shop. If you haven't, we have uh, a t-shirt and a hoodie out with our wonderful logo on there. Um, you can find us on InsideTheRink.com, and, uh, they have a whole shop right there on their website. They have all their shows on there, including us. And if you want to support us and maybe some other shows, I mean, if, if, if you're listening to this and you don't like the ducks and you you're a fan of someone else, or you would like the ducks and someone else, and they happen to have a show for you. Go check them out. Maybe uh, support them as well with uh, buying some merch and just go roam around in there. Maybe get lost. I don't know. Black out and buy like 10 things. I don't know. But yeah, we'll see you all next week. I know the Ducks play next week, Tuesday and Wednesday, so I have no idea what we're doing recording-wise. Oh, (laughs) Because one's in LA and then the next one's home. So they're both going to be like... No, 7 o'clock i don't
3: know we may we may take a christmas audible we'll
2: see we uh, might yeah we'll see how that goes yeah. so just stay we'll we'll keep you updated throughout the rest yeah. of this week on what so we're doing
3: next week even having an episode that is tbd <laughs> yeah. but uh it's also christmas week so i hope i hope if uh for all our all our lovely listeners out there if you uh i hope you can give us uh give us that grace because yeah. it's the christmas season and christmas yeah. is about giving so yeah.
2: Please. If if you like our stuff, go uh, go yeah. leave us a rating on <laughs> on Spotify. Leave us a fun review and a rating on Apple. I don't know. Have fun with it. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and shout mm-hmm. out, shout out, shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to, shout out to all you beautiful people out there. The <laughs> shout season. out to your family. This yeah. has been a tough. This has been a tough hockey season for Ducks fans. So oh, for sure. Everybody, everybody, just remember to unwind a little bit. Go enjoy the holidays. Yeah. Happy holidays. Go be with friends, family, people you love. You
2: know. If we don't do. see you next yep. week. Happy yep. holidays. Merry Christmas. Have A nice. Humbug. If you get uh, LAP stuff, <laughs> if you get LAP stuff for Christmas, uh, share it with us on Twitter and Instagram. We, yep. we will be happy to share it ourselves, and we'd love to see that support. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you soon.
1: Bye-bye.
2: Bye. See ya.